you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett. I'm joined by a special guest. Her name is Natalie Ann. You can find her at natalieannads.com. Uh, she's also got a resource for you to get your Facebook ads set up, a checklist. That's it, natalieannads.com forward slash free dash ads dash checklist. Welcome to the show, Natalie. Hi, thanks for having me. I get to, I'm really excited to interview you today. And we're also live streaming this because we get asked constantly um, for Facebook ads advice. I'm a software creator. I'm a community builder, but I'm not an ads expert. So I'm, I'm uh, excited to get into it with you today. Before somebody's really a perfect fit for, for ads, whether they're on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, what do they need to have in place to be ready for ads? So... I typically recommend for business owners to have uh, a few things in place. Um, it's good to be generating consistent income in your business already so that you're not re completely relying on ads as like to make your money. Um, you need a validated offer to run your ads to because you want to make sure that it actually sells and people want it before you start running money to it. And you also want um, a strategy in place that actually converts, which is typically a funnel that actually converts. So to have that proven organically before you start amplifying it with ads. That's awesome. Um, what is What are you seeing in course creators and coaches, the best conversion tools being like a uh, webinars, sales pages, like what, what should we be driving to with our ads? So with course creators, I typically do, like I typically start with like a freebie of any kind, like a PDF freebie just to warm up traffic, like warm up their audience and generate more traffic to their pixels. And if they like to sell their actual course, I would typically lead it with either a free webinar or a free um, challenge. So it could be like a five day challenge or something. So it just depends on what they're most comfortable with and what they have time for, because obviously like a five day challenge takes up a lot more time and it's a lot more commitment to your audience than just a one hour webinar. That's awesome. And you do both Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, um, owned by the same company now called Meta. What, <laughs> what does it make sense for Facebook or Instagram or both? Like, how are they different in terms from an ads perspective? So, uh, yeah, they're actually not different at all. They actually okay. all run on the same platform and um, yeah, that's a lot of people think that they're two different types of ads, but they, they're actually the same thing. You, you can have the option to create your ad and only have it run on Facebook and only have it run on Instagram, but that's 
not something that I typically do uh, unless you have a business that you know that your audience is only on Instagram and you only want to do that. But typically I do run it on both platforms um, because when you set it up, it just automatically puts it on both platforms. So we're targeting the person and it doesn't so much matter on which platform they're, they find, they discover the ad, it's the right person. Mm-hmm. What, what's some um, person targeting advice you have? Um, like when we're setting up our ads and we're trying to, you mentioned the pixel, like, are we trying to retarget? Are we trying to create um, lookalike audiences? Or if we're going after like an, somebody cold that's never heard or seen us before, like, how do we, how do we target effectively? Where, where's our best use of time in terms of picking it, who to market to with ads? So something that's really important with creating your audiences, especially like with your cold audiences for Facebook ads is really, really understanding who your ideal client is. And there have been a lot of recent changes in, in Facebook advertising where they got rid of a lot of detailed targeting options. So where, at, where like a year ago, I would be pretty narrow with my targeting. After the iOS 14 update, um, you do have to go more broad because Facebook seems to favor more broad audiences. But it all comes back to who your ideal client is. So I typically ask either my client or myself a lot of different questions like, who is this person? What do they like? Where do they hang out online? What brands are they interested in, etc.? And just write down a whole bunch of interests and then kind of narrow it down from there so that you have this like huge list of interests that you can use, plug it into your platform and see what you can actually use and just kind of like go through there and test and test and test because with Facebook ads, it's really all about testing especially when it comes to your audiences do you have like a minimum budget recommendation like if you're going to do it like you need to spend at least this much a week or a month to for it to even be worth it yeah i mean it it depends on a lot of things it depends on what your overall goals are with your ads so like Say your goal is to just grow your email list. You could do that for as little as $5 a day, depending what your lead magnet is, right? Um, But if your goal is to sell a $500 course, for instance, you would obviously need a much higher budget to do that. Um, So I, I do recommend like in general for ads to have a budget of at least 10, 15, $20 a day. Um, But when it comes to like your overall goals and if you want to sell a course, I kind of work backwards with the budget. So if your course is $500 and you want to make $10,000 for your launch, then you will need 20 course sales and I work backwards from that being like, okay, so 20 course sales means that you, you have to have a certain number of people at your masterclass, giving your conversion rate on the class, and then also work backwards again, you need so many leads to get that many people on the class. 
and then your average cost per lead, multiply it by that number to understand what your budget is. I don't know, like, I hope that made sense. No, <laughs> that did. That was, like, that's one of the best yeah. answers I've ever heard with like a lot of specificity. I really appreciate that. That does yeah. make a lot of sense. <laughs> so it's and, kind and you, of like a reverse funnel. That's cool. And you mentioned that like a, a lower amount for lead gen, like, like 10 or $15 a day. How is, tell us more about that style of, of just driving top of funnel. Yeah. So when it comes to just lead gen, you don't need a, a massive budget. Um, again, it also depends on your industry and your niche um, because I do find business to business is more expensive than like B2C. Um, so yeah, if you have a, a simple lead magnet that's like, for instance, a checklist or a like a short video or something that doesn't require a huge commitment, um, then it you can get really cheap costs per lead, like really cheap leads that don't cost too much because the cost per lead um, does associate with the commitment that they have to make so like downloading a pdf isn't a huge commitment compared to spending an hour of their time with you or like five hours if it's a five-day challenge for example another brilliant insight i have not heard of that commitment cost but it makes total sense when you when you mm -hmm. say it that way what about the ad itself like video images text a mix like what what should we do especially uh for course creators and coaches who tend to have somewhat of a um they don't have a problem mostly getting on camera or doing making stuff or being on stage but what, what's the best type of ad to make so i do like to test a mix of video images gifs 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 whatever however you pronounce it I do like to do it, test a whole bunch of different things just to see what works for that specific business. Video does tend to perform um, better because it, it grabs people's attention more or, or like a gif that something is moving. But it all really depends on a lot of things. It depends on what your ideal client likes and if, if they're the type of person that would even watch even a, a little bit of a video. So it, when it comes to understanding what type of ad would work best for your specific business, you really just have to test and see what will work. So try a little bit of everything and then that will give you a better understanding on what does convert the best. And I'm, I'm, Assuming so, but I want to ask, should we avoid stock photography and stock video and stuff like that? Or is it okay to use those things? Um, I, I sometimes, I have seen ads with stock, with stock photography perform well, and it really just depends on the context as well. Like you can take a stock image and like put it into a graphic for instance, where it has like information on it about your webinar and like a, a benefit driven headline as well. And maybe just like a little thing that says like free masterclass on there. So that it's kind of like consistent with your landing page. Cause that's, that's something that's really important too. Like as long, 
it, if you have like an image that doesn't relate to the page that, that they're going to as well, it's going to confuse them and they might click away being like, is this like a scam or something? <laughs> like, because, so you want to make sure that everything is congruent from the ad to the landing page to whatever the next step is and the next step is. Wow. And you mentioned a, a challenge funnel of some kind. Is that, in your experience, are those better to be free or kind of low cost entry level product? Uh, do, you, do you have any uh, opinion there or experience? Like a five day so, challenge, should uh, we be selling that? Yeah, for from my experience, I've only done free challenges where like obviously on the last day, at the end of last day, they sell their course. Um, when it comes to paid challenges, I do, like I, I don't have experience with them, but they are a lot more difficult because you're asking, it's, it's a huge ask um, to not only be paid, but to get the time commitment and then be selling something on the back end as well. So um, yeah, I, I, I would typically do a free challenge rather than have it even a little bit paid. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, any copywriting tips just in terms of like title or headlines to get attention or to encourage click through? What, what have you found? Yeah. So when it comes to copywriting, I'm sure a lot of people already know your very first line is the most important line. So uh, you really want to make sure that it resonates with your ideal client and this is where it's also really important to understand exactly who your ideal client is what their pain points are or the pain points that you can solve are um, so a lot of times in the um, in the hook in the first very first line I will dig into their pain points and or do something that just like grabs their attention um, and then just gets them to read more because the whole point of the very first line is you want them to click more or even just click on the ad itself um, because that is typically the only thing they will see and then they'll have that like see more button where they can read more of your text so you really want to entice them to read more by digging into their pain points or having a question that you ask where they're saying yeah that's me too <laughs> That's awesome. Is there is there like a minimum price point for a course or coaching program where it like ads just can't work, like it's too cheap for it to work or something like that? Or is that more of a, it just really depends kind of thing? Or is there like, uh, let's say we have some, I don't know, even like the cheapest course I've seen is probably like 10 or $30. Can we still use ads? So for a 10 or $30 course, you that you can still sell that with ads, but I would recommend selling it on like in the middle of your funnel. So I would recommend running ads to a freebie and then selling it on the thank you page and then selling it through email sequence. So that way you're building your email list and you're actually making your money back on your ads with the course that's on the back end of the freebie. That's awesome. Um, what are some do-it-yourself 
uh, people setting up their own ads, what kind of mistakes do you see that they, and if you can speak to specifically course creator coach type people or, or more broadly, like what are the classic mistakes when somebody doesn't, they don't have a lot of experience with Facebook or Instagram ads, what do they do wrong? Um, one of the biggest mistakes is people will boost, boost their posts and think that that's an ad. It is, I guess it's a form of an ad, but it's not, um, you, you don't have as much control over the way that Facebook spends, spends your money as you do as, as if you set up the ad, set up the ad within the Facebook platform. Um, you don't have as much control over who sees your ad and how Facebook spends, spends your money. Uh, typically when you set up a boosted post, it's for engagement. So you have to really um, be clear on what your overall goal is with your ad. So if your goal is to get uh, conversions and people to sign up for your freebie and you're boosting the post that's uh, optimized for engagement, you're not necessarily gonna achieve your goals with that. And another mistake that I see people make is they, um, I, I guess they're kind of like, sometimes people are too impatient with ads because they might not always work right away. There is, it's, it's a process with them sometimes. You have to test out different things, give Facebook enough time to accumulate data to understand who your audience is and what type of people resonate with this ad and give it time to then understand like, okay, this ad won't work, I'll turn this one off and try this and try that. And it's just, it's a work in progress to get to your winning ads. So sometimes people just like, it doesn't work in the first day and they turn it off and say, no, Facebook ads don't work. <laughs> Is it possible to find an ad that will like continue to work for a long period of time? Or is it one of those things where it'll only work for a certain amount of time and then it, you got to figure out a new thing? Is there, is there such thing as an evergreen ad that can just last for months and years? So it is possible. I, I have had ads for clients that have worked for months um, without even needing to do too much to them. So it is possible, but you can't like rely on that. Like it, it depends on so many things within like your niche and your industry and um, like other people running ads, bringing the costs up. So, and like sometimes you get ad fatigue. So it's hard to say um, if it would happen or not when you do get a winning ad, but sometimes you, you do get an ad where it can run for months without you even having to touch it. And, sometimes something happens, sometimes something doesn't. And with all these updates that Facebook runs out, um, sometimes that can affect ads that are currently running. So I hope that answered the question. <laughs> yeah, that, do that does. Um, another thing you mentioned was um, like the ad objective, like conversions. I know when you're setting, setting one up, sometimes you, you can optimize for comments or engagement conversions, video, uh, video views, website visitors. Um, there's, a, there's these different options. Like what's the most important in there for a course creator or should they have something at, on all those ads for all those different types of things? 
Um, I would say the most important type of campaign for a course creator would be a conversion campaign. Um, because with a conversion campaign, you will get people to opt into your freebie, which is a conversion of itself, a lead conversion. Uh, you can also get people to purchase your course if you are running, like say you're running a retargeting campaign after your freebie so that you can remind people about your course. You can have it um, optimized for people who are more, most likely to purchase your course. So I mostly run conversion campaigns. Um, if I do a video view campaign, it's mostly to um, build a warm audience because you can run a video view campaign to build your warm audience and then retarget those video views for a cheaper cost per lead. Um, so I, yeah, I typically stick with conversion and then I use the video view campaign to lower cost per lead. Wow, some pro stuff. Um, <laughs> For for video views, like what kind of content is that? Like for your kind, you're attracting your tribe, right? And you're seeing who's interested. What kind of content goes in a video view campaign? So it would all be value based. So you want to deliver value. Um, I typically recommend my clients to do like a really tiny piece of what their actual course is about so that you're attracting the right people who would be interested in the, in your end result, right? Um, and some kind of value that can give them a little bit of a win so that when they experience that win, they can associate that feeling back to your brand. And so when they see an, an ad, another ad for your freebie, they'll be like, oh yeah, it's that person. Like they helped me with this. I'm gonna sign up for their freebie right now. That's awesome. And then digging into the retargeting a little bit, if we have a conversion campaign focused on a, a webinar or a top of funnel um, or a, a lead magnet that kind of nurtures into the webinar, who, who are we retargeting and how do we, um, what's the messaging around content and a retargeting ad? So for, okay. So the retargeting ad, the, the retargeting ad you're talking about is for the free webinar to retarget the people who signed up for the free lead magnet. Um, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I might have even gotten confused. I guess just <laughs> how, how can we best retarget and like what what does that kind of content look like? Like okay. who, who should we retarget? Is it what what yeah? How'd they get on the pixel? So the people that you can retarget. Um, you can retarget your email list. You can retarget anyone who's engaged on your actual website. And you can also retarget anyone who's engaged with your Facebook page or your Instagram account. So those are like the four categories of people that can be retargeted. And um, yeah, I, I, I typically kind of have an audience where I, I throw them in there with like any freebie as well because those are people who like they'll give you some social proof and they would be interested in your freebie as well but let's say you are running an ad just that's just retargeting you don't want to do any cold audience that would be when you're running like a open closed cart for your uh, course after your webinar so you will have like your open cart for like five days 
um, where there's like that five day gap where they can sign up for your course. And you want to talk to them like they already know who you are, right? Like, hey, here's a reminder. You have five days to sign up for this course. Closed cart is on so-and-so day and just really kind of reminds them of things that they learned from the webinar. Um, and, you know, like there is a different way of talking to your warm audience than top of funnel audience. And you want to keep that in mind when you're writing your copy that um, like top of funnel is like grabbing their attention, enticing them, just really attraction. So that's the attraction part of it. And then near the bottom of the funnel, you want to focus on the converting stage and leading to that sale. That's awesome. Tons of pro tips today. Um, I was noticing on your website, natalieannads.com, you have a couple different services. One is Facebook and Instagram ads management, and the other is Facebook and Instagram ad account setup. So what goes on in the setup? So the account setup is, it's for people who um, they want to run their own ads, but they don't understand all of the technicalities with, with, with when it comes to setting up the actual ad account because there is a lot that goes into it. And I, I introduced this package when the iOS 14 update was released because you had to do so many extra things to make sure that your account was ready to go to start writing your ads. So you have to like set up your pixel, verify your domain, um, set up your events, uh, prioritize your aggregated events. Um, and yeah, there's a few other things that goes into it, but it's essentially me doing all the tech setup for anyone who doesn't understand the tech. And then how would you describe the ads management service? So my ads management service is a completely done for you package. I do everything with regards to setting up your Facebook and Instagram ads. I most the most thing that I ask from you is like um, I do an in-depth targeting questionnaire, so I really get to understand who their ideal client is, and ask for some pictures, and so that I can create some graphics. So I do everything. I create the copy, graphics, set up the ads, and I run them and optimize them continuously and send weekly report, weekly reports with that. Nice. And who is like your ideal customer? I know you let you work with course creators and coaches, but what makes a really good fit for you? So my ideal client is someone who has a course. They've uh, validated their course. They've sold it before and they have a webinar that they've tested organically and it has a good conversion rate that they say, okay, this is great. I can sell this organically, but I feel like I'm kind of running out of organic reach, right? So they're at a point where they're kind of burning out with organic marketing and they want to amplify their course sales with Facebook ads and create more of a passive income with that. That's awesome. Any pro tips on what you've seen with the webinar that's working? Um, like 
you, you said you mentioned like having an offer that works and a web like a webinar that's working. What do you see in the effective webinars out there? So with effective webinars, I think it's it's all about really connecting with your ideal client and like getting them to understand who you are as well, because they could buy from so many other people. They really want to like connect with you as a coach. Um, so like, uh, like letting them know your story, have, being relatable, and also delivering enough value to them where they felt like they learned so much that like, wow, there must be so much in this course that is like, I, I will get like so many wins from. So it's, it's all about really delivering good value in your webinar. And so that's not just all fluff because a lot of webinars are just like fluff and it's really just leading to the sale that people, they, they, they know that there's something to sell at the end, but they're still there to learn something. Like they wanna be able to like get, come out of the webinar. Like they spend an hour with you. They wanna be able to leave with something valuable. So I think that's a really important aspect. And then also having like fast action bonuses so that people have more incentive to buy right then and there. Then that's also why I find that webinars that have like um, a specific time where the cart is open and carts closed, like tend to perform better than if the, if the webinar is just, or if the course is just evergreen where it's always open. So people have more, like there's more urgency. How about uh, what you're seeing in effective lead magnets like what, if an ad is working well and you know, you're getting leads through ads, what does that offer look like? What types of lead magnets tend to work these days? Oh, there's, it's hard to say because there's so many different types of lead magnets. And again, like I think I, um, like I mentioned before, it really just comes down to um, offering something that will resonate with your ideal client is typically a small piece of what your end offer is. Um, and I think one really important thing with a lead magnet is to have, like understand that it's the top of the funnel and to have that email sequence and that nurturing that comes afterwards because I've seen some people, they have a lead magnet and they're growing their email list, but then that's afterwards, they're not doing anything with their email list. So it's important to, you know, nurture your email list um, because they're there for a reason. Do you have any best practices there? Like in terms of like how long a nurture campaign should go on for, you know, how many emails is appropriate? I know these are, there's massive, it depends in that question, but um, if somebody's going to build out a nurture sequence, should they think about like, three emails, uh, a month worth of emails, three months worth of emails, a year, what what do you recommend? So when it comes to like the nurture sequence that's attached to a freebie, I, I typically do like five to seven emails that are like automated. And then obviously you'll have like your, you know, your other emails that you send out periodically. Like I do a weekly email because I, I don't like too many emails in my inbox. So that's why I do weekly email rather than like a daily email. 
Um, so yeah, I when it comes to the nurture sequence attached to the freebie, I typically do about five to seven emails with the very last email being um, like a call to action to an offer. That is awesome. What can people expect in your ads checklist? That's it, natalieannads.com forward slash free dash ads dash checklist. What's inside the checklist? Um, <laughs> so the checklist is kind of a rundown of everything that you need to do to get your ads set up in your business. So it kind of goes over each step that you need to take up to um, setting up your ads and hitting publish. Nice. And, and yeah, it's, it goes with um, setting up an ad that will build your email list specifically. So I do go into um, like a kind of like a lead magnet and like building your email list with that lead magnet. And last question before we go here today, how did you get into all this and figure all this out? What's your story? Um, my story is, well, I used to, I was a bartender for over 10 years and, you know, my running down my body doing that. And then I, I always wanted to be an online entrepreneur and never really knew how to get into it. And then I got pregnant and went on my mat leave and I actually started doing affiliate marketing, like high ticket affiliate marketing during my mat leave. And that's when I started learning about uh, Facebook ads and learning how to do them. And I found that I was spending more time learning about Facebook ads and buying courses, learning about this, like how to optimize my campaigns to get the best results, et cetera, et cetera, that I was like, oh my God, like I'm more passionate about running ads than I am on any other aspect of my own business. So I decided to pivot and um, create my own business where I run ads for coaches and course creators. I reached out to a mentor who is really good at running ads for coaches and course creators. And she mentored me one-to-one and I took a bunch of more, like so many other courses. <laughs> and that's kind of how I got into it. I just, you know, I started doing it and realized like I, I really have a passion for this and I just wanted and I understood that a lot of people don't understand this because it is a huge learning curve so I wanted to be able to help people with these ads because it is a way that you can like really amplify sales in your business if you do them right. That's awesome. Uh, I love hearing the story of when somebody finds a passion, you know, to enters a new chapter. That's, that's awesome. How can the good people uh, find you, Natalie? What uh, you're, you're on Instagram, you've got your website. What, what can people do to connect? Um, yeah. I mean, you can connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram, as you said, is uh, Natalie and ads. And then there's also my website, um, Natalie and follow me send me a DM, send me an email. I'm always happy to connect with new people. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show and sharing so much of your Facebook and Instagram ads wisdom with us. You added a ton of value. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. 
And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.